Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. We've got open phones the entire hour here, 406-294-0970. During the 9 o'clock hour, we're going to have Public Service Commissioner Chair Jim Brown joining us during the 9 o'clock hour, taking phone calls and and everything else. But for now, it's just me and you, 294-0970. We're talking to Randy uh, in Livingston. Randy, sorry we had to go to a break there. Not at all, sir. Um, I just wanted to throw that out and uh, wrap up with what got me going uh, again was Rosendale. I thought Matt, and I've met him, a fine guy, but I thought Matt uh, showed a lot of guts uh, with uh, uh, the fellow Gates from from, uh, Florida in McCarthy and handling McCarthy. Um, And I think we're in better shape right now, but my question was, why isn't if she, I see she everywhere, right? And I'm not against anyone, but it's like, don't we have primaries anymore? It looks to me like the Republicans have already adorned she He's our guy. And there was never any discussion of Rosendale. That he, well, Rosendale hasn't, Rosendale's not running for, for that seat right now. Right now. He could, though. Could have, yeah, but well, he probably there's will. Never I mean, any discussion, you know. There's and been always. There's lots of discussion. That's the that's the main topic of discussion. Whether it's going to be Rosendale or Sheehy, isn't it? I don't know. I haven't heard it. It was like here's. I'm not. I, I don't want to end the phone call on a negative, and I'm not. I'm really not. Okay, but um, I, I was told on air one time. Um, well, doesn't he have the right to run? Well, of course he does. You know, he does. Of course he does. And they mentioned, well, Trump did it. What's wrong with that? Yeah, but Trump was in a primary for the office. And I'm an old school guy. I just look at it and say, hey, you know. And I've been let down with these with the Republicans. I've been a Republican all my life, but I've really had it now. It's like the last two elections, It's in, when Trump got in, he got beat up by even Republican rhinos, right? And we all understand all that stuff. But I think we need a third party. We've got just so, for a second. So, Randy, I, yeah. I was going to yeah. say in response to your point about we need a third. We've got third parties. We already have third parties. No, we need a serious third party. Uh, most of the third parties you got, yeah, uh, you take maybe one to five percent of the vote. There's nobody out there. Maybe the so. In other words, in other words, we don't we don't need third parties. You're you're saying people should support the already existing third parties? Is that, what you're, is that what, basically what you're saying then? No, I, I'm saying we need to get the Dems and the Republicans off their butts and have them start fearing another party. Because if Trump was run over again in this next election and he turns around and starts the MAGA party, just think of how many Republicans would be dropping the Republican Party. And then you say, well, then that helps the Dems, right? But you've got to get... And the communists. That, that also helps communists. Yeah, yeah. And I'm with you. I'm with you. But, you know, I think uh, a, a strong third party would um, represent the people a little better, maybe. Fair enough, maybe Randy. We're up against another break. Up against another break. Randy, we'll be right back. 
Hey, have you ever heard of the name Frank Whetstone? Apparently, this small-town Montana guy was a big part of creating the Reagan Revolution in the 1980s. Hey, Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. We've got a very special Montana political history program coming up for you with Monday's Montana Talks. That's right, Monday, January 1st, 2024, New Year's Day. Very special program. Former State Senator John Brennan out of Scobie and Summit Cigar Lounge proprietor Greg Franks for a special program Monday. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. It's David Noble in for Aaron Flint. Noble with the K. I'm an attorney here in Billings. Just wanted to respond a little bit to uh, Randy and Livingston. Um, I don't support third parties personally. We, we have a two-party system. We've basically always had a two-party system. That's the, that's the system we, we work in. If, if other people want to spend their tri- time you know, promoting third parties and trying to get voters to vote for third parties, go right ahead. I personally think it helps communists uh, to, to do that. I, I don't like to help communists. I'm not, I'm not in favor of helping communists, which is why I do not support the Libertarian Party. I do not support the, this national no-labels uh, movement. I don't support anything other than doing what, what Ron Paul and Rand Paul did. I mean, and if you're a, if you're a real conservative or you're a real libertarian, uh, the smart move is to try to make the Republican Party better because uh, it, it's a hopeless move to try to, to try to have a third party actually uh, win a, a national election. It's just not going to happen. And frankly, if you do it and you pull votes from the Republicans and now you get the Democrat elected, you're helping communists. And, and I'm not in the business of helping communists. So let's go to Daryl uh, in Kalispell. Daryl, thanks for calling. Yeah, hey, long time no talk. Um, my comment is, you know, we have we have laws and we have rules, and uh, I think it's Title 18, subsection 115, whatever, for the Treason Act, okay? The act of treason can be invoked by two individuals who call and ask and, talk, and tell a judge they're concerned, okay? I try... Okay, my, my frustration with that is the fact that if you read through the Treason Act, you go down to, I think it's the, almost the very bottom. There's four sections that deal with the military, and one of them specifically says, if anyone interferes with the federal government in the military, that is an act of treason. Okay, Biden has done that on steroids. Okay. You cannot just go in and apply these laws. And then I was told, oh, well, you have to you have to file a lawsuit in order to invoke the act of treason. Now, I don't know where these supposed lawyers, and no offense intended, get their education, but uh, I think it's at the bottom of the tidy bowl next to the guy in the little boat. So, 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 Daryl, you're, you're mentioning the, the treason act. Are you, are you aware what the U.S. Constitution says about treason? Um, kind of, sort of. You can refresh my memory. No, I was just curious because, because if you're talking about treason and you feel so strongly about uh, uh, treason, I was curious if you actually knew what the Constitution says. Um, yeah, actually, I, I looked up the rules, and as far as the Constitution goes, I think it's two people that talk to a judge and put the whole contention forward 
the judge has to act on it, okay? And it doesn't matter if it's a district judge or a Supreme Court judge or whatever, all right? Um, so here he is destroying our military, you know, with what happened in, you know, overseas when, when, when they got rid of the billion-dollar air base and everything like that. That is a direct act of treason. There's, I can, I could probably go back through my notes and list off 20 items that apply to that, that law. Okay. Are you, are you, are you aware of, of what King George and the British Empire, uh, how, how they abused, uh, treason, uh, and, and do you know why our founding fathers, uh, put Article 3, Section 3, Clause 1 into the U.S. Constitution that states treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war? against the states are you aware of the sort of the reasoning behind why the why the why they why they limited treason and and what had been going on and and how the the accusations of treasons had been abused by king george and and why we limited it that way true i understand that but if you read down through the whole title there's like 10 or 13 sections i can't remember okay the exact but you go down to the very bottom it says you shall not interfere with the military you shall not change the military you can't do any of that stuff you know since when do I have to sue for for a statutory right or a right? And this is what irritates me. Oh, we'll just go sue them. Well, you don't have to. Okay? You're not allowed to sue for treason. That's not something you can do. Treason is a crime. It has to be brought by a federal prosecutor, a U.S. attorney. The U.S. Constitution specifically says no person shall be convicted of treason uh, unless on the testimony of two witnesses. What that means is that it's a crime a federal prosecutor has to bring. You can't, you can't sue somebody for treason. I know that. That's my point. Everyone is telling me, you know, you can't you can't file any claims or this or that or whatever because you need to file a lawsuit. That's wrong. That's incorrect. Oh, I understand that. Many years ago here in Kalispell, I almost got thrown in jail for contempt of court twice because um, I was putting some data before a judge. And he told me, well, I won't accept this data because it's not part of, you know, your whatever circumstance you're discussing. I said, well, it is. Okay. Why, why are you requiring me to file a lawsuit when the, when the statutory law says this, 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 and this, and it can be enforced? So you, so, you agree, so you agree that for treason, the only time anybody can, could be convicted of treason is as if a United States attorney actually files criminal indictments against somebody for treason. You, you agree that's the only way anybody could ever be convicted of treason, right? Um, in one part of the act of treason, but you've got to read the whole section, okay? There's like 13 sections associated with it. They all apply. You just don't pick out the one that you think will. You know, there's other acts of treason. Okay, so if, what's the process? What's the process that you're suggesting should be followed? If you're not, if you if you don't think that this has to be a federal prosecution by a U.S. attorney, what's the process then? Well, that's the problem. I can't find one. There is right? no there. Is, there isn't one, Daryl. There isn't one. The only the and Daryl, I got a break here. If you want to, if you want to come back on, Daryl, I'll keep you on here. We got got to get get through. There is no other process. Treason is a crime, and it's only in levying war against the United States. We have to have be in a declared war against an enemy, and you have to be helping that enemy. You know, the, the, one of the big reasons why this Bidenomics term is so unpopular is because everything is so expensive right now. Everything is. Uh, here's the deal, though. If you want to save some money on prescription drugs, not only save money on prescription drugs, but also save money uh, on gas as well, Here's what you can do. You can you can transfer your prescriptions to Farm 406. You can have them deliver your prescriptions to you so you don't have to gas up your car and drive them. 
Uh, they can deliver them in the mail, or if you live in the Billings area, they'll drive them to you. Uh, here's the other thing is that you can take advantage of their cost plus program. Sometimes this will be better cost than your insurance even covered uh, prescriptions. So make sure you get all the farm floral sticks. Ask them about their cost plus program. As, as I understand it, you can get you, all of your prescriptions for the entire year at cost. Check them out, farm406.com. That's with the PH. Or, or if you're in Billings, drop by 38th and Grand. Have you ever heard of the name Frank Whetstone? Apparently, this small-town Montana guy was a big part of creating the Reagan Revolution in the 1980s. Hey, Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. We've got a very special Montana political history program coming up for you with Monday's Montana Talks. That's right, Monday, January 1st, 2024, New Year's Day. Very special program. Former State Senator John Brendan out of SCOBY and Summit Cigar Lounge proprietor Greg Franks for a special program Monday. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. We're talking to Daryl and Kalispell about treason. And look, look, folks, everybody agrees that what Biden has done at the southern border, opening up our border, allowing all these illegal aliens, there's no question that that's illegal. It's a violation of its oath, his oath of office. He ought to be impeached and removed from it. It's probably a, a, a number of different crimes. But the reality is, is that our founding fathers, America's founding fathers, specifically defined treason in our Constitution and made it very, very limited because they did not want this treason accusation and treason prosecutions to be abused politically and to just go after people because you disagree with them politically, which is what King George and the British Empire was doing to the American colonists. And so the American colonists knew that accusing somebody of treason is is a, a really effective political tool. And especially if you can just say, oh, he did something I disagree with. That's treason. We're throwing him in prison. Uh, that's that's so literally when whenever these people out there want to say, oh, this is treason. That's treason. This is treason. That's treason. This is treason. That's treason. They're literally engaging in the exact activity that King George was engaging in prior to the American Revolution that our founding fathers specifically did not want to happen because it's so susceptible to abuse. And so what the Constitution says is that treason is only levying war against the United States. And what the courts have interpreted that to mean is that we have to be in a declared war. Congress has to declare a war. So if we if we were we had declared war uh, against the Nazis, if you actually helped the Nazis in World War II, that's treason, okay? But but not not a lot of these other things. We're not in any declared wars right now. They're they're literally constitutionally there literally cannot be treason happening right now because we are not in a declared war so there's nobody that you could help you couldn't there's nowhere to levy war against the united states we're not in the de declared war uh so so daryl i i don't disagree with you daryl on on what biden is doing is, is really really horrible i just disagree on on throwing around this treason accusation in a way that's that's frankly unconstitutional and, and totally contrary to everything as america's founded on in terms of trying to limit uh this accusation of treason from being used for political uh tools Okay, that's true, but I'll, I'll just make it brief. But if you go look up the whole act and you read down to the very bottom, there's a whole bunch of other information that is associated with the government violating our constitutional rights, 
that are not directly related to the specific act of treason. It says interfering with the government in the military in any form. Right, during uh, a war, during a declared war. Yeah, if, if we're in a war, if we were in the war against the Nazis in World War II and you were trying to stop the U.S. military and you were interfering in the U.S. military and you were you were basically fighting for the Nazis in World War II, that is treason. But but you can't just say, oh, anytime you interfere with the military, that's treason. That's not constitutional. That's not what the statute means. Okay. Well, anyways, um, it's just frustrating because... I agree, you know, it is frustrating. I, you know, the Justice Department and all these guys, you know, they all, all need to be impeached. And I'm just tired of... Everything. On that issue, and that's why, frankly... The solution is a political solution, really. I'm with you, Daryl. I agree. What's going on at the border? What's going on? What Biden is doing is, is really, really horrific. It's really, really horrible. It's illegal. It's criminal. He ought to be impeached and removed, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm with you on that. Uh, it's just the solution. The solution is not to 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 devalue treason and, and, and make unconstitutional treason accusations. The solution is political vote these people out of office uh impeach them and remove them and then charge them and prosecute them with the crimes that they've committed which are not treason there again we I, i've studied this the the founding fathers were very clear they they limited treason so that it would not be abused the same way the british empire and king george abused it it's something that's very susceptible to abuse, and so it's disappointing for me to see so many people on the right literally abusing and, and devaluing treason in the exact way that King George and the British Empire did uh, prior to the American Revolution and in the exact way that our founding fathers said, don't do it this way. This is unconstitutional. It is only in levying war against the United States. And is and is horrible and is criminal and is unconstitutional as an impeachable is that everything that Joe Biden has done, we're not in a we're not in a war with a foreign country and Joe Biden is not helping that foreign country, at least technically. There's actually a pretty good argument, pretty good argument uh, for what Biden has done with China, what Je Biden has done with a lot of these other foreign countries. If we were actually in a declared war with China, I would say that Biden is engaged in treason. But we're not in a declared war with China. Let's go to Nancy in Roundup. Nancy, thanks for calling. Hey, good morning. And I want to, uh, we're ringing in the new year, 2024, and I just want to wish the best for everyone here on the Montana Talks family and for in, anyone and everyone uh, listening to the show today. Well, let's get back to that southern border. Uh, yesterday you had a caller who said that he heard that the illegals were getting uh, five thousand dollar gift card and a and uh he didn't mention a cell phone but uh i have neighbors uh that live here next to me uh part of the year and the rest of the year they live in arizona they live an hour and a half north of yuma and they told me over this holiday weekend that the illegals are getting five thousand dollar gift cards they're also receiving a cell phone uh, these are the illegals that are coming in at the Lukeville, Arizona, uh, port of entry. And don't ask me why they're getting cell phones, because this is these are third world people, and they, they've never even seen a flushing toilet before. They have no idea how to use a cell phone. But what I want to say here is that so far, we have spent $451 billion in taxes on illegal uh, aliens uh, nationwide, uh, 3.1 billion just in the city of New York, 
And I, I want to stress the fact that uh, we're, we're hearing um, uh, things coming out of Bozeman. You've got a bunch of, uh, of uh, dingbat, uh, woke women sitting on a city council that are chirping diversity. Well, our country was founded on diversity. And you do not have to put up with this in Bozeman. Uh, what you have to do is you're going to have to go to them and tell them, stop. Uh, you're going to have to make these illegals feel unwelcome. And uh, like somebody said yesterday, they're pulling out $100 bills. You do not have to pay for this. It is not legal for you to be forced to pay for these illegal aliens. We simply do not need these people here for any reason at all. And I'm telling you, there was a truck driver that was on coast-to-coast -coast radio this morning uh, right along the border, and he said that they are really getting aggressive and violent. He saw lineups everywhere, and uh, the Mexican uh, military is along the border of uh, Guatemala and Mexico. And I'm telling you, David, I'm worried that these people are going to force their way in, and there's no way to stop them unless we start bringing out some cannons and uh, tanks, and it's going to be just terrible. And I hate to see that happen, but it's going to have to be, or we're going to be overrun. Well, couldn't we, we couldn't we just solve the problem by basically just doing what Trump did, which is, you know, uh, basically implementing the stay in Mexico? I mean, the stay in Mexico, the stay in Mexico policy alone would probably solve a lot of this. Well, that's true, but the problem is, see, what Trump did is he stopped them at that southern border of Mexico with the, the uh, Mexican military. He told Mexico they, they had to start and do their part. And uh, so the Mexico uh, Mexican government sent the military down there, but there were a couple of times, like I mentioned before this week, where these people just simply broke through and they injured um, uh, some of the Mexican uh, military uh, men, troops, and uh, they're not taking no for an answer. And it seems to me that the ones that are the most aggressive are coming out of of uh, Africa. They're, they're simply not going to take no for an answer. Hey, so do you I'm, like it? I'm, do you, Nancy? Do you like do you like watching those interviews where where the media will interview some of these illegal aliens on the border and and they they act like they have a right to immigrate here illegally? Yes, I have heard that they say that they're Americans and this is part of their country and on and on and on. They have been brainwashed by the Mexican cartel and these uh, uh, NGOs. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to backfire. And where people like us are going to get caught in the middle, it's a terrible, terrible situation, something that never, never should have got started in the first place. Yeah, and then of course the reality is too is is that even though these are all illegal aliens coming in and, and Biden's letting them in and and giving them these asylum paperwork and then you know they're they're still they're still not citizens so they can't vote. But guess what? They're having babies and those babies are going to be American citizens that can vote. Well, that's not going to I think that could be overturned too because that's um that that was put in right after the Civil War when when so, because there were uh, most Americans including Abraham Lincoln had considered sending all the uh uh, Americans of African ancestry back to Africa. There's about four million in our country at that time. But they, this was their homeland. They didn't want to leave. And so they put that clause in that 18th, you know, that amendment, uh, 14th amendment, where they, they couldn't leave. And these people are misinterpreting that. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's, 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 it, it, I just can't get over this. And the rudeness and the arrogance and, uh, like I said, the billions that we're spending on illegal immigrants, it's not fair to us. And if they get amnesty, that's going to blow our Social Security out. 
our Medicare, Medicaid, uh, everything we've paid and our ancestors have paid into for decades will just completely be dissolved because they're going to make demands. They're going to want all these uh, benefits also. They've never paid into the system. It's going to be terrible, terrible, terrible. And in 2024, this is going to be the uh, major issue on the ballot. I agree. I agree. Um, absolutely agree with that, Nancy. Well, thank you, David, and uh, everybody have a wonderful 2024 celebration, and God bless. Happy New Year. Thank, thanks so much, Nancy. Really appreciate it. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a debate out there, a legal debate, a constitutional debate, about whether the 14th Amendment really, truly does require, you know, this this uh, citizenship by birth. And, and so uh, can an illegal alien come in here and, and have a baby and boom, all of a sudden the baby's an American citizen and then the the parents get to stay because of the, the immigration rules? Or, or is that something that the president or the Congress could change? Um, that's a debate out there. I don't, I think a lot of people would probably say uh, the 14th Amendment does require it. A lot of people say it doesn't courts never ruled on it sure would be interesting to see if we could change that and get rid of the the citizenship by birth for illegal aliens because the parents are not subject to the jurisdiction of the united states as required by the constitution this is the montana economic minute here's another point to consider in the ongoing debate over whether or not the american health care system performs as well as those in other developed countries and that is the impact of education on health people with college degrees live longer Yale University started studying a group of randomly selected people 30 years ago and tracked them over time. In all, 13.5% of those with a high school diploma or less had died, compared to only 5% with a college degree. Are these colleges dispensing water from the fountain of youth? Clearly not. But there's something about the kind of lives these college degree people are living that gives them better health outcomes. Preventative care, attitudes towards risk, health and fitness. The healthcare system doesn't provide these things. They're actions by the people themselves. How well healthcare performs depends on the kind of patients that use it. I'm Patrick Barkey. Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. The old adage, cash is king, no longer seems to ring true as phones take on more of the work of wallets and people rethink how much they still need to carry in cash. Four in ten Americans say none of their purchases in a typical week are paid for using cash, according to a survey from the Pew Research Center. Still, those who do carry cash, on average, it's about 67 bucks as of 2021. And if you still like to carry cash, cash, how much should you keep even for emergencies? The Wall Street Journal spoke to financial advisors, executives, and security experts for advice on the best approach. One advisor recommends $30 just to cover small transactions, while many add that paying in cash might help curb overspending, since the emotional impact of spending with bills is greater than paying with a phone or credit card. And if you want to forego cash altogether, financial advisors say you should leave home with no more than two or three credit cards. Saving you money, Hillary Barr Who is Zoe Zephyr, the radical transgender lawmaker from Missoula, Montana, who cheered on the transurrection attacking the Montana House of Representatives? Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. That story, uh, clearly, by far, the number one story based on Montana page views for 2023. We compiled the top 23 stories for 2023 here in Montana. Go to MontanaTalks.com. You can see that story, the full list, and much more. 
Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. News Talk 970 and 103.3 FM KBUL. Your home for Fox News, Hannity, Bongino, and Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. David Noble in for Aaron Flint. If you want to be on the show, 2940970, your last chance to be on the show in 2023. Uh, we've been talking a lot about the border. The, the, the most horrific news uh, is so absurd. Biden and the Democrats, the John Tester Democrats, are, are going to sue Texas because Texas is trying to prevent illegal aliens. Um, uh, Governor Abbott is prepared for a Supreme Court fight. Uh, the Biden administration just yesterday uh, threatened to sue Texas if it moves forward with an anti-illegal immigration law signed this month by Governor Greg Abbott. Now, remember, Texas also has tried to control the border and put up uh, a barriers along the border whether it's you know whether it's the concertina wire barbed wire whatever it is whether it was the floating buoys um in the in the rio grande and the john tester democrats the biden administration officials are actively affirmatively trying to open the borders they will not allow texas to do anything to try to stop this illegal invasion i i mean is that not just how much more evidence do you need that this is 100 percent intentional, that the, the testers of the world, the John testers of the world, they 100 percent fully support wide open borders? What more evidence do you need other than the Democrats suing a, the, one of the only states that's actually trying to do something? If we actually had a legitimate federal government, a decent federal government, they would be thanking Texas and saying, thank you, Texas, thank you. Texas is having to spend its own state resources, just like, frankly, a lot of other states are having to spend their own state resources to try to deal with this illegal invasion. And so the, the testers and the Bidens of the world and, and all of the corrupt people that control tester and control Biden – they all ought to be thanking Texas. They ought to be going to Texas and saying, thank you for using your own resources to put up barbed wire, to put up buoys, to, to try to arrest these people and throw them out. The testers and the Bidens of the world actually don't even think these people are illegal aliens. They think they're legal. They think these are legitimate asylum claimants. It's absolutely absurd, but the, but the, the testers of the world will actually come out and tell you, Hey, you know, you're worried about illegal immigration. None of these people are illegal. These are not illegal aliens. These are asylum claimants. They've got a pending asylum claim, and they're going to go to court in 2035 or 2034 or 2033, whenever their court date is. It's 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 absolutely staggering to see this stuff, uh, and, and they're they're intentionally, affirmatively taking 
taking uh, affirmative steps to keep the border open to prevent the state of Texas from actually trying to control it. I mean, this is uh, so absurd. It, it's, it's the equivalent of spitting in our face. It's the equivalent uh, of just doing intentionally horrific activities towards the American people. Uh, Texas Governor Abbott signed the legislation which allows law enforcement to arrest illegal aliens and allows state judges to order them removed from the country. It's like, uh, yeah, that's what every government should be doing, whether it's the federal government, every state government, every county government, every city government. They all ought to be able to arrest these illegal aliens and order them out of the country, removed. Um, in a letter to Abbott, um, the, the Democrat administration says it will pursue all appropriate legal remedies to ensure that Texas does not interfere with the functions of the federal government. Really? So now, so from by Texas trying to prevent the illegal aliens coming into this country, that is now interfering with the functions of the federal government? That's pretty much the Democrats admitting that the what they believe is the function of the federal government is essentially opening up the borders and encouraging all of these illegal aliens to pour into the country. That's an admission. And so the next time you hear, you know, Tester and Biden and some other Democrats talking about how we're working on the border, this is a big problem, we're going to do what we can. Okay, so then why, why have you sued Texas time and time again when Texas has actually done something to actually stop the problem? There ought to be concertina wire and barbed wire and buoys along the entire walls and you name it along the entire thing, uh, along the entire border. And and there shouldn't be we shouldn't be giving any of these illegal alien court cases. They come here, they should be immediately arrested and taken back over the border and put back on the side of the border that is Mexico. It's not that hard. This isn't this isn't some complicated policy issue this isn't a, a problem that's difficult to solve when the when you catch the illegal alien you put them back on the other side of the border simple as that but but the the testers and the bidens of the world are not okay with that they want them coming into our country they want them here never mind the fact that we have no idea who they are have no no controls over over who they are what skills they have whether they can read or write whether they are going to be a benefit to our economy whether they're going to be a net drain on the public good no, no analysis of any of that just bring them in bring them in bring them in that's the tester biden policy uh the, the democrat administration goes on to say that this texas law intrudes into a field that is occupied by the federal government and is preempted uh citing the 2012 U.S. v. Arizona rule, which found that the federal government has the power to enforce immigration law, which, you know, the sad reality is, is that it's actually correct constitutionally and legally to say that immigration is a federal government issue. That's directly in the Constitution. Article 1, Section 8 specifically says Congress has the power uh, to, you know, put in put in immigration laws. So the the sad reality is, is I think Texas is probably going to lose this because, you know, the reality is, is that it, the Constitution does say that, that immigration issues are something for um, something for the federal government to deal with. Of course, I think Texas has. Well, there's there's a couple of different things. Number one, I think if a state declares an invasion 
they may that, that may open up additional legal arguments to him to say that a state can actually do something about this. Uh, states are technically supposed to be sovereign under our system, and if they're being invaded, uh, they should have the right to, to, to defend themselves, I would think. Texas also may have some additional arguments just based on sort of the unique history of Texas. But the, the sad reality is, is that, um, you know, when you've got Democrats like Tester and Biden in power and in office, this is what we're going to see. We're going to see illegal aliens pouring into our country uh, being treated as legal immigrants. That That's how Tester and Biden are treating these hordes of people, 10,000, 15,000 a day, 8 million just under Biden, 2 or 3 million every single year, millions and millions and millions of illegal aliens from the third world who, who can't read and write, who may have health issues, who aren't going to benefit our economy, who don't support our constitution, who don't support freedom, who don't support liberty, pouring in millions and millions and millions at a time. And Tester and Biden are saying, no, these are these are legal immigrants. These are people that have a valid asylum claim. They don't. They're all fraudulent asylum claims. Trying to get here to, to better yourself economically is not a basis for asylum. Let's go to Beth in Cascade. Beth, thanks for calling. Uh, thank you, uh, David, for taking my call. And you bet. good morning to, to you. Good morning. Uh, I have a concern. I've been thinking should we be checking on uh, the president or former President Obama's deal with this asylum? Is there any thing we can do that we should understand about this what do you, what do you mean could be well you know i don't know what his deal was what did it ever go through congress or are you talking uh, about daca or, or which one are you talking about uh, i'm talking about this the illegal aliens asylum here I'm not aware. I didn't. I don't. I'm not aware of an Obama deal on illegal aliens and asylum. That's. I guess that's what well, I'm. I, I'm I not aware of that. When, no, I thought when he was president that that was when this went through to allow these aliens to come in here. That could and be. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure when the last I time our asylum his, laws were changed. Yeah, I don't know what his deal was. I don't understand the agreement that this country had to allow these people in. So that's well, there is no agreement. We should check. Well, I'm sure I'd be I'd be interested to know. I don't think there was ever a deal or anything. I mean, we've got asylum laws. We've always had asylum laws. And these mm -hmm. these illegal aliens have been taught uh, by these NGOs and by Democrat groups and left wing groups. They've been taught how to game the system. They've been taught and, mm -hmm. and trained how to file fraudulent asylum claims. And so they're taking advantage of our asylum laws. And again, we've had asylum laws forever. So mm -hmm. you got you got fraudulent mm -hmm. fake asylum claims being made. That That's the issue. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So is there a recourse that the average good citizen of this country could take so that we aren't being offended and literally just kind of raped from our, for our rights? There's a whole, I think there's a whole bunch, I think there's a whole bunch of stuff that individuals could do. Okay. Uh-huh. But well, primarily, doing. primarily, primarily throwing Biden out of office, throwing John Tester out of office, uh, doing everything within your own personal life to make sure that uh, you're increasing the chances of these Democrats getting removed from office. We've got to get John Tester out of the Senate. We got to get jo Joe Biden out of the White House. Those are the two most important things. We can fix this in an instant. John, Te uh, uh, Donald Trump, fix this. It's easy to fix. You just say no more fake asylum claims.
Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. In terms of polls, this is pretty interesting. Biden's favorability rating has now sunk to a 31%, a new ABC News poll. 31%? I mean, now we're, we're heading into Chris Christie territory. Latest poll, 31% of adults said they have a favorable view of Biden. That's why I would be on get rid of Biden watch as it relates to the Democrats. I'm telling you, this is very real. Pay attention. Three new polls showing Donald Trump defeating Biden in 2020. Emerson has a hypothetical matchup between Trump and, and Biden, 46-44 Trump. 10% undecided with Green Party candidate Cornell West added to the ballot. It's 44 Trump, 39 Biden, 4 West, and 13 undecided. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Securing America. As Border Patrol sources tell Fox News, there have been more than 200,000 migrant encounters in the month of December. And as a migrant caravan of thousands traveled through Mexico, Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas made the trip south to Mexico City. Officials say the meeting with President Andres Obrador focused on the, quote, urgent need for lawful pathways and additional enforcement actions by partners throughout the region. Talks also include reopening ports of entry across the border. Back home, Republican members of Congress like Kentucky's Andy Barr on Varney and Co. aren't impressed. This administration refuses to follow the law and frankly refuses to protect the homeland. Senate Republicans and Democrats are currently trying to negotiate a deal on border security reforms in exchange for passing President Biden's emergency spending package, where over $13 billion would go towards border security. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Radio, sponsored by Age of Learning. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest, Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. <laughs> This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Stephen Noble filling in for Aaron Flint here. Uh, there is a absolutely hilarious community note um, on uh, the Iranian Ayatollah uh, tweet. Uh, so, so uh, the Iranian Ayatollah Khomeini uh, tweeted out: "In the West, women's dignity is being shattered more and more every day." All of the things that destroy the family are increasing by the day in the West. 
First of all, I have no idea what he's talking about. I don't know if he's talking about this controversy about the conservative dad calendar uh, or not. But here's the here's the community note. The Iranian regime protects the dignity of women by having religious police beat and torture them to death like Masa Amini. Um, and then there's some re- there's some replies uh, with a with a guy uh, showing a picture of of this this Iranian woman getting hanged to death because she didn't wear the right burqa or whatever. And it says how a woman's dignity is preserved in Iran. Um, and then there's other people uh, bringing up uh, how Muhammad uh, ordered his followers to take sex slaves and ordered uh, his followers to beat their women. So uh, how is that so consistent with uh, the dignity of women? But isn't that isn't that something that the Ayatollah Khomeini is out there tweeting on on Twitter? Meanwhile, uh, it's banned. Twitter's banned in Iran for the Iranian people. Um, really, 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 really disturbing stuff. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is on his 418th vacation day in the Virgin Islands. This guy has been on vacation essentially nonstop since he became president. President Biden has taken his 418th vacation day, which is over a third of his time as president. He's been on vacation over a third of the time, almost uh, approaching half. <laughs> I mean, crazy. Biden had already spent 39% of his presidency on vacation. Biden's vacation days include 100 of the 135 weekends in one of his two Delaware homes at Camp David or in Democrat billionaire mansions. Biden flew to St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands with several family members. Uh, they will enjoy tropical paradise for one week and return on January 2nd. The first family is largely at a beachfront home, Two Palms Via, owned by Democrat donors. The swanky spot costs a whopping $700 a night. The Bidens have stayed there in the past as guests, but the White House declined to say whether they will pay their own way this time. Uh, Biden days spent on vacation appear far greater in number than previous presidents. Obama spent just 11% of his reign on vacation, matching Ronald Reagan. Jimmy Carter spent 5%. So you've got Obama at 11%, Jimmy Carter at 5%, Joe Biden at 39%. Literally almost half of his time in the White House um, has been spent on vacation. And, of course, it makes perfect sense because Joe Biden's not in control. Joe Biden's not even really president. Is it Joe Biden? Is Joe Biden the one that's really making these decisions? Or is it all the special interest groups and all these other people that are surrounding Biden? Uh, I guess we'll never know. Uh, All of the important things, all of the newsworthy things that are happening in this country are happening in a corrupt fashion behind closed doors. We're not hearing a word about it. Everything that goes on at the White House press podium and in, and in Congress and in the public is all just a dog and pony show to try to hide the fact of what's really going on behind the scenes, which is not good. Uh, Joe Biden has recently even handed out $600 million to fund environmental justice products or projects. Here's another woke, woke phrase, environmental justice. You all know what environmental justice is, right? Everybody knows what environmental justice is. The Biden admin gave out $600 million just recently for environmental justice. Oh, boy. Folks, we got a great show coming up during the 9 o'clock hour. We're going to have uh, PSC Commissioner and Chair Jim Brown joining the show, taking your phone calls as well. Uh, this is David Noble filling in for Aaron Flint.
Have you ever heard of the name Frank Whetstone? Apparently, this small-town Montana guy was a big part of creating the Reagan Revolution in the 1980s. Hey, Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. We've got a very special Montana political history program coming up for you with Monday's Montana Talks. That's right, Monday, January 1st, 2024, New Year's Day. Very special program. Former State Senator John Brennan out of Scobie and Summit Cigar Lounge proprietor Greg Franks for a special program Monday. And here's Heather with the weather. Well, it's beautiful out there, sunny and 75, almost a little chilly in the shade. Now, let's get a read on the inside of your car. It is hot. You've only been parked a short time, and it's already 99 degrees in there. Let's not leave children in the back seat while running errands. It only takes a few minutes for their body temperatures to rise, and that could be fatal. Cars get hot fast and can be deadly. Never leave a child in a car. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. 